You're listening to EDX Education. This podcast series discusses play, being creative, and learning for children. Join Heather Welch sharing knowledge, information, and support on play-based learning. We'll explore the benefits, value, different stages of play, and so much more. Let's play, learn, and create to develop lifelong learners and leaders together. Hello, everyone. It's Heather Welch. I'm so excited to chat again about play on our podcast, Play, Learn, and Create with EDX Education, or as we like to say, play-based learning or learning through play. Over the past two years, we've chatted on the podcast with so many experts on this topic. We've created amazing resources, experience, and toys at EDX Education. I'm so fortunate to be able to do this. Now, last podcast, we looked at value of play, social and emotional learning, stages of play, parents, and our role as teachers and caregivers in play. And today we're going to discuss what we can learn from children's play. And I think this is a really interesting topic because there's a lot more going on in their minds while they're playing. So far, we've explored a wide range of ways in which children learn without realizing when they play. However, we pay attention to what's going on and we watch them play. We can also learn a lot about our child. When children play, they tend to be more open and communicative about their day, about their feelings, or about a problem they haven't solved yet. Through play, issues like even sibling rivalry, competence, lack of confidence, or childhood fears may arise, and thus we can help them go through them. It's up to us as teachers and caregivers to, you know, take this opportunity and just to see what we can do with it. So we're just going to talk about what we can learn about little things like role-playing, the crucial importance of role-playing. You know, when children role play, they mimic someone that they, that what they have seen. So role playing is an activity in which the child recreates a situation and plays an active part of a character in its development. It can happen during independent play as well as in social play. They can do it by themselves or with others. If they're setting the table or playing to drive a car by holding a steering wheel, sitting on the dining room table, pretending to sit and be mum and dad or doctors or teachers is another one as well. In all these situations, the child acts as someone else. By fitting in their new role, or they recreate real-life situations during play and have a better understanding of their reality and themselves. You know, children love to engage in these different types of play, and I think role play is one of those important things that we need to encourage for our children. With real-life situations in role play, this kind of role plays in when children reenact everyday moments about their play. They can pretend to be themselves going through past experiences, such as recreating a holiday, getting an x-ray or having an injury, anything like that, or making a new friend or being someone else, allowing themselves to express new thoughts and emotions. You could have, Willie's not afraid of the ocean, but I'm Eddie and Eddie won't go in the sea. This type of role play allows them to learn from the real world, enhances their language, their communication skills, and also practice empathy. But parents or caregivers can learn a lot about how children see us by observing this play, as well as understanding their fears and worries. If you take the time to watch your child while they're doing role play, it's really interesting of how they're recreating the situation. Also, you can see if there's been a problem, if they're not behaving like themselves, you can kind of kind of see if they recreate a situation or are confused about a situation as well. 
You know, if a child is afraid of the dark, they can pretend to be their doll who is scared. And it can be part of the play. And the doll asks, why are you so scared? And the child, then they say different possible solutions. And then you can help the doll overcome their fears. And realistically, what we're then doing is helping the child overcome their fears by putting things in place. You know, sometimes children don't recreate past experience, but anticipate future ones. You know, when children's act out or life problems in pretend playing, it helps them cope with the struggles in their own ways. So if they're having an emotional regulation, dysregulation or anything like that. You know, real life role play is a chance to explore the inner self and deal with changes. It might be a new sibling, new school, moving house, moving countries, just a change that they're not quite sure of. Again, children show their feelings through play and you'll see and hear them recalling situations, how to deal with their day, if it's okay, can they join in, if they're trying to find that blueprint to make a friend, if they're asking people to play. It's a really hard time to you know learn to make friends or to learn to play. So role play is a great way to do it. Another one is to look at is occupational role play. You know, sometimes children pretend to be public figures of authority. They could be a teacher a police officer, a firefighter, a doctor, or even a vet. They can pretend to be the adults that surround them and their dolls are the students or even their teddies are the students, their stuffies, a lot of them call, you know, being a parent to a younger sibling or when the baby's born. In any case, role play allows them to feel empowered. When children pretend to be police officers, doctors, nurses, teachers, construction workers, they foster empathy, which is a really key skill. This definitely amongst their peers. Imagine yourself as in a high position in society is a fun and helpful pastime for young people. You know, as a parent or an educator, pay attention and see if a child dramatically changes their personality when acting. Perhaps they're doing this to change some aspects of their own behavior or abilities, being brave, being fast, having other people listen and so on. You know, this is really important way to achieve play. Children who are normally quiet may talk on the phone as part of their role playing or children that are quiet at school may really chat with their dolls but they may not know how to do or their teddies they may not know how to do that in a school situation so role play occupational role play is a way for a child to kind of be invisible and to lose that insecurity or anxiety you know there's so many benefits of occupational role play children learn concepts such as money quantities, similarities, differences by playing games such as the restaurant or the supermarket. They also get to practice, you know, little things, social skills, exchanges, sharing, taking turns, saying please and thank you. So, so far we've gone through a few different types. We've gone through real life situations, occupational role play, and now I want to talk about fantasy role play. You know, fantasy is a kind of role play that expands a child's imagination the most. When you see your child representing their favorite movie character, might be anything from, oh, Spider-Man, Superman, might be Paw Patrol. It might be um, a rainbow unicorn. It might be a princess or a prince or a knight or even a villain. They're boosting their creativity, their verbal skills, and their gross motor skills because they could be running, jumping, climbing. Also, at the same time, they are learning about concepts such as differentiating right from wrong, importance of teamwork, empathy, while they're trying to, you know, give their character motivation and negotiating with their peers. Again, communication, language, again, all those amazing skills. So fantasy role play and 
role playing through their favorite characters in a great way for social and emotional learning. When you see your child actively engaged in role play, try to listen without intervening. Only once the play is over. You know, we don't want to interrupt or condition it. What we want to see is the opportunity to speak to your child or see the child, how they're talking about the differences between fantasy and reality, which are parts of their play. They may have a correlation in the real world and which ones happen in movies. And we can have that chat later, but at the time, allow them to be Spider-Man, Superman, Paw Patrol, whatever they want to do, the Rainbow Unicorn, Princess, you know. Fantasy role plays a great way for children to find tools to deal with common childhood fears. You know, it might be like, oh, there's a monster under my bed. They could be the, you know, the Spider-Man that comes through and saves the day. You know, other creatures that frighten them, you know, they might be afraid of dogs. They might be afraid of any witches. It could be ghosts, anything. Maybe even going to school. They could, you know, become the teacher fantasy teacher by confronting them during play and reasoning about how they are not real this is a way that you can get over those terrors it's how it's really it's how a child displays fears but then with fantasy we can manage them and we can talk about role play we can you know they can play and they can help with overcoming difficulties and all sorts of things so this is only just to touch on realistically what today we've looked at is what we can learn from children's play, but looking the crucial importance of role playing. So real life situations, occupational role play and fantasy role play. All of these are so important in the development of children and as caregivers to watch and learn and try to condition to learn how children about their day if they're not talking a lot and their verbal skills to develop them their social and emotional learning you know as we said it could be obstacle courses there'll be so many skills that they are learning with role play there are so many exciting developments happening right now in education edx education would love to hear from you so do get in touch or subscribe to our podcast which is available on apple podbean spotify tune in and so many more this podcast series is brought to you by heather welch from edx education as she'd like to say let's create lifelong learners 